Here we are with episode 10 of Just Me with R.R. Campbell. Welcome and thank you for joining me for what is our, or at least my, 10th week of recording these. I know they haven't been out for 10 weeks. I did save all of those up to launch whatever it was, five or six during week one. So maybe we're a month in if you're a listener or a viewer. If you are caught up with all of these episodes or if you are catching up after the fact, thank you for being part of this. Looking forward to seeing where we go as we get into the episodes that we'll be releasing in May because this is the last episode of April, which means this is the last time you are going to have this song playing in the background, and this is your last day, if you are listening to this on the day that it is released, this is your last day to try to guess the artist and the name of this song. Time's running out here, the clock is ticking, even if it's April, if it's after April 30th and you would still like to try and submit a guess, feel free to send it to me at justmewithrr at gmail. Dot com. I'd love to hear what it is you think the song might be. I'll probably let you know in the first episode of May anyway, but if you're in that little window there and you want to try and submit a guess, very good. If you do happen to get it right by the end of April, we will go ahead and have that half-hour chat, as promised. And maybe we can turn it into an episode of this show, or it can just be a whatever situation, an opportunity to catch up and talk whatever it is we need to talk. You will notice as this song plays that, no... I did not end up doing the vocals for this track, and I mentioned that I might. It's not because I chickened out, it's mostly because I ran out of time. Got a lot of projects going on in the background right now, and I'm very excited about them. They have admittedly stolen some time away from being able to do a vocal recording and to try to make sure that I do it some okay justice. Maybe someday, folks. Maybe someday, but for now, Let's set that song aside. You'll have one last chance to hear it and take a guess at it as we get to the end of this episode, as we go in now, yes, to what it is we were going to talk about today, which is always now starting with Relatability Corner. And what did we have for Relatability Corner? Well, I asked you last week, everyone, how do you feel about favorites? Just the idea of favorites. Do you have favorites? Do you not have favorites? What does that mean to you? And I took to Twitter, I threw a poll, a poll for everyone to respond to. Didn't get a lot of votes, but we got some really good other engagements. So we'll start with the votes, but we'll focus more on the engagement by a, let's see, two to one margin. People, yes, they have favorites. That is not surprising to at least two to one of you out there, to at least 66.6 .6 repeating percent of us anyway. I personally am not one for having a lot of favorites. I think it is very, for me, a little anxiety provoking to think that there is a one thing that I'm supposed to exalt over all others in a particular category because one, what if you're wrong? Which I know is an impossible question because it's about personal preference, but two, what if the thing that you hold in such high regard later turns out to be kind of a bummer? whether that's a person or a work of art or whatever the case might be. So personally, I struggle with the idea of favorites. Sad. But you know who doesn't struggle with the idea of favorites are the two people who reached out, whether through Twitter or we got an email this week, and that is great. They reached out to share some of their thoughts on favorites. And we have this today from... L.A., who you might recognize from a past Relatability Corner response. This is what L.A. had to say about favorites. Purple is life. Purple hair. Purple shutters. Purple door. 
and mailbox on house. Purple clothes, purple book convention materials, purple nail polish, purple wallet, purple clock pot, purple crock pot, excuse me. I don't have my glasses on or my contacts in and I'm reading at a distance, so, you know, forgive me. Purple crock pot, don't know what a clock pot would be anyway, but purple crock pot, shall I go on? LA or Lisa, you do not need to go on. We get it. Purple is great. I also like purple. The dice I have for D&D &D are purple. I would say that purple is among my favorite colors. To say that it is my favorite color, I don't know. That again feels like a commitment I'm not ready to make for whatever that's worth. But yes, so thank you so much for sharing that bit with us, LA. And we actually got this week also an email, which I was really excited to get over at just me with RR dot, or excuse me, at just me with RR at gmail.com. And this email came in from Janet. Janet had quite a few things to say about favorites. Mentioned that, of course, she has some favorites of her own, but what really struck me about the idea of favorites had to do with the question of why we have them, right? Sure, there are, of course, going to be some things that we like, but why do we feel the need to hold up this idea of favorites? Janet had this to say, quote, must be tied way back to what our little reptilian brain thinks we need to survive and be safe. I thought that was a really interesting observation because if there is a sort of biological or genetic predisposition to having favorites, that would make sense from an evolutionary standpoint because you know that thing is safe for you, whether it is a food, whether it is a, a pastime that you enjoy, whatever the situation might be, by knowing and having your brain sort and choose something that it enjoys above the other things, you might seek that out more often. And because you know it is safe and good, you are less likely to say, eat a berry that you have not tried before. And it turns out that berry is poisoned. Of course, we're talking about this again in evolutionary terms. Most of us aren't wandering through the wilderness looking for berries right now, but you know what I mean, right? And I thought that was a really interesting thought from Janet, and it's something maybe it's worth chewing on here going forward, fig figuratively, not literally, with a, an unknown berry or something to that effect. So Janet, thank you for sending me that email. That was really great. Lisa, thank you for your response to the poll this last week. We, of course, have to go ahead and issue a new prompt for Relatability Corner for this upcoming week. And folks, I've got a good one here. At least I think it is. We're going to be playing off a tweet that I threw out into the universe a little earlier in the week. And that had to do with, do you ever stop to think about the skeleton who lives inside you? And that's not what I'm asking for the prompt for this week's question, because by me asking that, well, sure, yes, you have suddenly thought about the skeleton who lives inside you. What I want to know is your opinion. I want to know your opinion about the skeleton who lives inside you. Is this skeleton super spooky or is this skeleton totally rad? Those are your choices. Nothing in between. Pick a lane. I'm going to make you pick a lane here this week, but go ahead and let me know how you feel about the skeleton who lives inside you. You can email me at justmewithrr at gmail.com or respond over on Twitter where you can find me as at I am RR Campbell. I will have a poll up on Thursday after this episode airs. Leave your comments. Let me know why you think you might be somewhere in between, even though I'm not giving you that choice. 
and we'll see how everyone feels about this skeleton that lives inside us. Maybe there's something to be learned about that. And uh, yeah, let's just have a little fun with it this week. It feels kind of like the sock prompt again. I like the sock prompt. I like the skeleton prompt. That sounds like it's going to be, <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be the title of this episode. I like the skeleton prompt, or I like the sock prompt. We've already mentioned socks. We'll see what we get. Anyway, so, okay, Relatability Corner is behind us. The Name That Song game is behind us. What do we have today for the bulk of our episode? As usual, or as is becoming increasingly usual, I am coming to these conversations with less and less of an idea of what it is I would like to discuss, right? In the first few weeks of recording these episodes, I was spending time throughout the week or in between recording sessions doing a lot of thinking when I was, say, brushing my teeth or driving my car or in the shower, just those quiet moments where it's just kind of you and I would think about, all right, what are some good topics that maybe I can address this upcoming week when I record these episodes on Tuesday for that Thursday release? And I'd get a couple notes together in my head, not to the extent, of course, that it was scripted, but just to the extent that I have this rough idea of what it is I planned on tackling. But in the most recent weeks, I've been coming to these episodes more and more raw. And I think what that has driven me to do, in fact, what I know it has driven me to do, is to start to question why that's the case. And I think that the easiest answer would be, well, a lot going on. A lot of things happening in the world, a lot of things happening in your life, a lot of projects that you are trying to juggle and keep up in the air. And all of that would be, yes, true. But the fear that I have had beneath all of that is what if the reason I'm not spending as much time thinking about this every week is actually because my interest in continuing on with this project is waning. Bummer, right? There comes a time in working on anything, personal or professional, I think, when we have to confront this idea of whether or not something is worth it. And that is a question that I have been tussling with a little bit back and forth for the last couple of weeks as it pertains to this project, but particularly in the last week, in fact, after having put some of that new relatability corner prompt out there about favorites and seeing that maybe interaction is kind of down and noticing that, well, of course, this is a new venture, but YouTube views and things like podcast listens, they're not where I would like them to be. They're not in a place that I would have thought they might be considering the what I'm not really appreciating is fantastic success of the RightsCast network shifting into a personal lane. I thought there would have been a little bit more transfer. And so I started getting in my own head and I've been trying to find ways to think about this from the perspective of, okay, well, yes, why is it that I'm not thinking about these as much over the course of the week? And of course, as one does, I spiraled on this, I spiraled on this, I reached a point where I was considering waltzing into this episode today and saying, all right, folks, either one, thank you so much for sticking with me for 10 episodes, now it doesn't quite feel like the right time to continue, or two, thanks for sticking with me week by week, I'm actually going to move this to an every other week or to a once a month program, maybe we'll have more to talk about, more to chew on kind of thing, and I really struggled with that. Because when you spend the time to develop a project, which yes, there was a development stage for this, even though it is unscripted and unedited, etc., I still wanted to develop some sort of vision for it, even if it was a bit broad. That was tough because 
in the last couple of years, despite what some might see outwardly as success in the form of books making it to publication and things of that nature, the opportunity to speak at conferences and attend these and be on panels and whatever the case might be, there have been quite a few projects that I have had to either let go of or that have fizzled out or even things like those books, etc. They haven't landed in the place that I personally would have liked them to land. And that has been a big challenge for me. And it's something that I think if you are an individual who has listened to all these episodes, going back to whatever it was, episode three, where I talked about, or episode two, whichever, mindful of March 2nd, whichever episode it was, where I talked about kind of the status of the empathy series, for example, and where that has been. And watching these, what we could call L's, kind of stack up and getting myself really flustered over it has made me try to, or has forced me to confront this idea that I've always known what my fatal flaw is, right? It's that I tend to be, if I can pat myself on the back briefly here before becoming more self-effacing, I tend to be able to kind of, I'm, I'm normally the kind of person who can pick something up and be above average at it pretty quickly, right? And that's that's great. I'm, I'm in a really special spot that that is something that I have a knack for. One of the reasons I have a knack for it is because things I'm not good at, I get very flustered by and leave them to the side. That's a whole nother thing. But the things that I do pick up and the things that I enjoy modestly, I can do okay at. This is great. Except that ultimately what it makes me is someone who tries to do everything half decent instead of half that number of things really decent. And I've started to wonder, is this podcast part of that? Is it the case that because I tried to write across a couple of genres and get all of the books out at once, whether that was my decision completely or not is another matter, are all of these things that I'm trying to do just affecting my ability to do a couple of the things that I really care about super well? And I think inevitably, yes, 100% yes. Because when I, or when you choose to do one particular task, you are inherently not also working on something else. And that is something that is so fundamentally true that it might feel like it's not worth saying. But here I am having to say it out loud and recognize it out loud. And even though I understand that it is true, it is still impossibly hard for me to embrace it and to make the decisions that I need to make about what it is that's really important to me, about the projects that are important to me, and about what it is that I should actually be pursuing, and what it is maybe I need to set aside or not take quite as seriously, whatever the case might be. And so, as you can see here, I got super in my own head about all of it. But then I also wondered if maybe it's not any of that. What if it's not that I am you know, the jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none situation. Even if that is true to some extent, what if it's actually the case that the reason I'm not thinking about these episodes every week, the reason I'm not finding myself as doggedly pursuing the growth of my RightsCast Network podcasts as I was several months ago, what if instead of it being that I'm not interested anymore, what if it not being that I'm meant to focus on other things, what if, what if it's that I'm just comfortable now? What if there actually has been enough growth that there's no longer a need to go 
full throttle all the time or to make myself anxious to the point that I pace around the house and I stare out the window and people have to ask me what it is I'm doing or thinking about and frankly I'm not even sure. What if because those things are no longer there and I'm settling in comfortably with all of these different projects and I can embrace them to the extent that I feel that they need to be embraced, what if instead of it being a fatal flaw, what if this is me finding ways to at last try to master that flaw? And I may not be at the point yet where I am being as judicious as I need to be about what I take on and when I take it on, but this could just be the next best thing. And it's what I'm comfortable with now. And I'm hoping that I can continue to adapt and continue to grow and continue to be more forgiving of myself. And maybe not jump right into the, well, you're doing all of these things because this is just how you fail all of the time. Everything you do fails, blah, blah, blah. It's imposter syndrome, right? To some extent, it's imposter syndrome. And it's just really getting in your own head and being dismissive of oneself and the effort that one puts in, regardless of what the situation might be. And it's also probably, too, that we continue to exist in these quarantines that make it very difficult to, though I've certainly found a new routine and I'm adapting to it, as I suspect many of you are, what if it's just okay to be okay for a while? You know, let it just, just be okay for a minute. Do what you can with the day that you got in front of you and settle for okay. I know there's going to be some hustle people out there who are going to say, oh, no, well, the second that you stop innovating, the second that you stop hustling, that's when your competition and that's when everyone out there who wants it better, that's when they, you know, come for you and they take your spot and whatever. Look, sure, but what do you want? Is that what you want? Or do you just want to be the best you that you can be? Do you want to be able to acknowledge and accept your flaws and find ways to work with them instead of working against them? Or do you want to be king of the mountain? Do you want your viral video for a week? Do you want, like, pick pick your lane. What it is, What is it that you want? And though, sure, everyone wants to have their cake and eat it too. Yes, I'm invoking a cliche even after last week when we went super hard on those. Even though everyone wants that, the sad truth is at some point you have to start making choices. And for now, though I continue to not be making the hardest choices that I might have to make, I've certainly made some, you know, stepping aside from the empathy series and whatever the case might be. I may not be making the hard choices consistently, but for the time being, I'm making the choices that I am confident in that I'm comfortable with, and that feel as though they are the right ones for me right now. And going forward, that means I'm gonna to continue to produce these. We're gonna see what we get. We're gonna see what we get every week. We're not going anywhere, but I do and will ask for again, your help. Let's us make this time, this 20 minutes that we have here, the best that we can every week, if you have thoughts, suggestions, ideas, if there's something you'd like to hear discussed on this show or in any context or something that these get you thinking of, please let me know. It's just me with rr at gmail.com 
or on Instagram, Twitter, whatever the case is, at IamRRCampbell. I would really love to hear from you. And we'll see what we get. And it looks like, hey, we're running up against that 20 minutes. So we're going to start winding this one down. And I'm going to thank you, of course, for joining me for another week of Just Me with RR. We'll be back next week. I know that I mentioned, hey, we've had some challenges with... Um, maybe engagement or whatever the case might be or oh no specifically i meant with the the guess this song the song that's playing right now hey if no one guesses this i do have a thought for a surprise it'll be our first episode of may it'll be out may 7th i'm going to be bringing in a guest maybe uh so it'll be a little less just me with rr and more of a just we with rr You'll have to see who that guest is, and maybe we put off the guest for another month if someone can, in fact, guess this song. But if not, hey, we'll be back on May 7th either way. And, yeah, thanks again for being part of this. Remember, patreon.com slash justmewithrr if you'd like to support this programming. I would certainly appreciate it. And I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. as at IamRRCampbell. And make sure that you subscribe. Please subscribe if you enjoyed this on YouTube, if you're enjoying this on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. Love it if you just hit that subscribe button, leave a review if you're willing and able. That would be really fantastic in helping me, you know, feel like this is something that we're working toward together and something that I can take that feedback into account as we continue to grow this program. And yeah, we've got a whole nother week here before we chat again. And I will have an announcement soon about a, another live event on YouTube or Instagram. We will see where we do it. But I hope that you will join me when I make that announcement and when that event happens. Until May 7th, though, remember, go forth, as always, and live unscripted, unedited, and unafraid. <laughs>